People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free rolled food. It's protein-packed with less risk of food sensitivity. Blog Talk Radio. August 5th, 2015. It's a Wednesday, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I'm your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. And just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is, well, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there. Yes, 
Yes, even you. Yes, you. Now, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because I just have uh, a lot of energy, I'm an only child, whatever it is, I've decided that I want to serve as all of your big sister. All right? Is that okay with you? Let me be the shoulder that you cry on. Let me hold your hand for whatever turmoil you're going through. And if you're some boy or uh, or a girl, whoever you are, I can even be like the cool big sister of a friend of yours that you have a crush on that you think is really cool or whatever, and you like think of me before you go to bed and you jerk off to the thought of me. Whatever. That's neither here nor there. I don't have to be that. I'm just saying that whoever I am for you, that's fine with me. As long as I'm distracting you, as long as I'm making you feel less alone, and I'm, uh, you know, making you somewhat happier than you would be without me. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Here's how you get in, uh, here's how you reach it, all right? You pick up your smartphone, and you dial 646-378-0649. That is the number three, wait, let me say it again. The number is 646-378-0649. Yes, that is the number. Or if you don't want to call, you know, make a voice call, make an old-timey voice call, you can always tweet me your question at Alexi Wasser. Or you can email me your question. Uh, send it to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. Subject, big sis. Very important to put big sis in the headline, in the subject line. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God, you guys. L.A. is an inferno and just trying to do this this fucking podcast uh, at Boy Crazy Radio Studios. At Boy Crazy Radio Headquarters is, it's, it's, a, it's a feat. It's, it's pretty intense. It's a fucking boiling, sweltering inferno. So we're all going to just fucking get through this together. It's going to be amazing. We're going to come out on the other side. And what makes tonight even more special and exciting and important and powerful uh, and every other adjective you can imagine, is that I have a very special guest, all right? Her name is Lulu. Her full name is Lulu Androlia. Uh, who is she? Thank you for asking. Thank you for wondering. She is, well, in a nutshell, this is some kind of like, uh, you know, whatever, soundbite description of who she is and what she does. Lulu is a life coach. She's an artist. She, uh, she's a tarot card reader. Uh, she's a general magic maker, if you will. Now, let me break that down into how I know her and how, what, you know, how she uh, fits into my life and how I fit into her life or whatever. And, and we'll get to that when she actually is on the show, when I introduce her. But I met Lulu years and years ago. And uh, we haven't aged a day, but whatever. Uh, we met at some bar years ago. And we started talking, and she's beautiful, and she's got great style, and she's got a, a bright red hair and just, like, pale, pale skin, and she's just, like, this magical, amazing, you know, you just you just flock to her. She's, like, this is, you know, and when she opens her mouth, she's really interesting, and she's grounded, and she's deep, and she's really smart, and she's uh, into all these interesting things. So she made me feel safe, and we kept in touch. And even though she lived in London, and she went back home to London, and uh, and I remained in Los Angeles, where I live and where I broadcast Boy Crazy Radio, um, we would keep in touch. Now, I'm horrible at texting people back, pretty much. Sometimes I'm, I'm amazing at it, and I get back to people really quickly. Other times, I throw up the ball. I never return their text, and it's nothing personal. I just get wrapped up in my own life, and I, I try not to be always in my phone, and that's really hard to do, and you don't want to offend people, but you also don't want to be in your phone 
24-7, and then if you feel like you have to get back to every single person who texts you all the time, you'd never leave your house. You'd just be under your covers returning texts all day long. I mean, you know, if you're cool and people are texting you or whatever. Anyway, but all throughout me not being the greatest returner of texts, Lulu remained my friend. And I would text her the most random hours of the night, and who knows what time it was in London, but I would text her when I was feeling like, really horrible, and I would just, like, reach out to my interesting special all the way over in London when I'd be having emotional spirals, and for whatever reason, I didn't know her super well, but I felt safe enough with her to, isn't that how it is nowadays, too? Don't you feel like that's happening, where you feel, like, really safe texting people you don't know super well, but then also it's faceless, and it's kind of, you're, you're sending out your deepest, darkest thoughts and insecurities and feelings uh, into the ether. It's just an interesting habit that I feel like we're all getting into. But anyway, so I would text her and she would always respond because she's way better at that than I am, uh, but I'm working on it. And she would always give me wonderful advice and uh, she would like do my tarot. She, she would do my tarot cards for me on FaceTime for my birthday. And you guys, I recommend that you get a tarot reading from her. She's incredible. Anyway, so she's, she's just like this magical being of light in my life. And I do this relationship and advice podcast. So I think it's interesting to uh, and important that I have my, that my, one of my guests be somebody who I lean on and look to when I'm having uh, emotional turmoil. So that's why I want to have Miss Lulu Androlia on the show tonight. Lulu, are you there? Welcome to the show. I'm here. I'm here. How are you doing? Are you regretting this already? No, I think that's like the best introduction I've ever had in my whole life. Really? (laughs) From anyone. Yes. (laughs) I I mean, you you want to talk some more? I'll just listen to some more about about me. Oh, my God. Well, don't you think it's true? (laughs) I mean, it's like, I, I feel so, I feel to you, and I feel like I can tell you anything, even though I've probably been in the same room with you, probably like, less than I don't know 10 times but now that I live here we're getting to build on our text friendship it's true it's very exciting Lulu here's the thing she she loves Los Angeles she figured it out and she fucking she she lives here now she moved to LA and that's like a I I, I think it's a difficult thing don't you how difficult was it getting your shit together and getting out here it was pretty difficult. It required me to kind of surrender and just wait and not be frustrated. But now here I am sweating on my couch, just like you are. Just like I am. Oh, this is fantastic. So we both can can relate to that. We have common ground. We're both Los Angeles, <laughs> and we're both here to help all of you listeners out there. So here's the thing. Um, pick up your smartphones. I said it before. I'll say it again. Phone lines are heating up, as they say in showbiz. Uh, but I want more callers <laughs> to call in because we will get to you momentarily the number is 646-378-0649 so Lulu did I do the description like did I do you justice or like do you want to tell everybody where we can find you what you what you do exactly and and you'll say it better than I did well I think you did a pretty good job um I think that my goal is very similar to your goal in a sense I like to help people feel less alone I think that's our mutual kind of aim with humans and you can find me on louiseandrolia.com and Lunaverse on the other sites that we enjoy and yeah I do all those things and you know I like to say that I teach people how to feel feelings that's the main thing 
just helping people get back in their body and reconnect to themselves, stop feeling so alone, and, you know, teaching things that I've learned, basically. And I I also get a lot of inquiries about people wanting their tarot cards read. So if somebody wants a reading and they live in Los Angeles or they don't live in Los Angeles, how do they find you? Because people really want to know. Okay, well, I do readings on Skype, and it doesn't make any difference if you're not sitting in front of me. You can be sat in front of me on the screen. So you can just find me on my website and email me. It would just be hello at louiseandrolia.com, and we can set it up. So All right. that's easy. That's easy. And okay, I'm getting... I'll... Yeah. yeah. No, nope, go ahead. No, I'm going to get to the first call tonight, and then we'll get back into more things. But I have a ton of things I want to talk to you about. But we're going to get to the first call tonight from area code 260. Who is this? What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Oh, hey. Um, my name's Eric. I'm 21, and I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Hi, How Eric. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I, I could be doing better. I'm, I mean, I'm calling into the show for advice. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, want to hear, we want to hear everything. Yeah, so tell us, my, tell us what's I kind of got three issues, and I'm going to kind of rush through them because I know tons of other people want to call in. Um, but the main overarching one is getting over my ex-girlfriend. And um, the situation with that was I had met her uh, about two years ago when I was studying abroad in Hong Kong. She was from mainland China. Uh, we had It was great. Like, we had both, you know, deep in love despite being in a relationship for about four months. Um, everything was going great. I helped her get into USC here in the U.S. Uh, she's doing a master's there now. And then her parents are really strict conservative Chinese. Parents are in the government. And it came down to her father saying he wouldn't pay for her school if we dated. So I broke up with her so she could still go to school. And she said she doesn't want to talk to me ever again. Okay. Okay, and when was that? Uh, How recently is this? I think uh, it happened a little less than a year ago, uh, but I tried reaching out to her again uh, a few months ago, and I had asked if we could be friends, if we could still keep in contact, and she just said no. Okay, so the main thing is that it's totally fine to be feeling sad about it. That's the big thing we've got to do is let ourselves feel our feelings. And, but, you know, I think this is a kind of letting go situation, which is kind of, you know, it's like the hardest thing for us to do, like let something go. And that's probably what you're experiencing is this kind of desire to kind of just hang on or keep kind of trying to get in contact with her just in case. And something that is really helpful is to just realize that when you, let someone go it doesn't mean that you're losing them or that like there's never a chance they're going to come back in your life but when you kind of you know let someone go it means that you kind of free yourself up to move forward because right now you kind of you've still got all that energy hanging around you know and it's kind of you probably feel like your life is a bit stuck does it feel like that like you're kind of not (laughs) able to go forward So it's kind of like this, this, you know, getting over someone is really just actually allowing ourselves to be free, you know, recognizing mm-hmm. that, you know, you're not 
you, you know, it doesn't mean that like if you start thinking about someone else or you start doing things, you know, I also think that there's a bit of self-forgiveness here that would help because I think you're probably feeling guilty because of that situation, like and wish, you know, probably replaying it in your head and like, oh, if only I'd have said that instead or I'd have done this. And, it, you know, it's, it's really good to just think, OK, even if it's not your ideal desired outcome right now. You know, mm-hmm. that trusting that, trusting that everything is as it's supposed to be and that there's a lesson in this and you're learning things and you'll be able to move forward from it. And, it, you know, I, I like to use the word surrender. You know, it's kind of what I do whenever I need to move forward from something or release myself. I just use it as like a mantra. So every time I'm stuck with something, I surrender. So you're just actually going, OK, I'm just going to free myself and write about it. What do you think of that? I think, well, I mean, I totally agree with what you're saying. This is great. Plus, you have an English accent, so it's like, how can I compete with you? I mean, it's too much. But, uh, but okay. Yeah, advice is more strong when it's in English. Yeah, yeah it's more, the, the advice is stronger and sounds more fancy uh, with an English accent. But whatever, I'll try to figure one out, and I'll do it next week. But okay, anyway, um, I, I agree with Lulu, but, but how, so how long ago, I mean, you're in Indiana now. And she is in China? Uh, no, she's actually in L.A. right now at USC. She's at USC. You're in Indiana. And and that's what it is. And she can't. And, and you can't talk to her because her parents will stop paying for her education if she dates you. And she's pissed that you, like, went along with her parents' weird ploy. That's what it is, right? Yeah, pretty much. So, so just that, I mean... I, I mean, okay, so you've gone along with the parents' ploy. You're, you're, follow, you're, you're obeying their wishes. That's fantastic. It's very nice of you. It's, but is there any part of you that was like, I'm not as in love with her as maybe she is with me, and that's why it's kind of it's okay that I'm walking away? Because, like, otherwise, why couldn't you guys have just been secretly dating? Like, uh, Lou would be a great advice for if this is where you're going to leave it. I just want to get into and, and and that's fine and good if, if, if you're going <laughs> to remain broken up. I just want to get into the intricacies and be like, uh, why couldn't you have have secretly dated? Too complicated, I and mean, you, you are in different states. I see. But. Um, her 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 parents had already found out. Like her brother knew, and her brother told mom, and mom told relative, and dad found out. And that's when it got really hairy because the rest of the family was okay with it, but being an ultra conservative Chinese family, uh, the dad is the head of it and wasn't having it. And I'd even, like, had my, like, friends from Hong Kong and other Chinese friends help me draft up a letter, like, to him, both in English and Chinese, to kind of explain this and to, like, be like, hey, I really like your daughter. I'd like to, I'd like your permission to date her. Oh, my God. This is insane. And he this is... vetoed it? He said no? He he was having none of it. Like, it's, from what I knew of him, every, uh, including him and his wife and everyone yeah, in his family back to whenever, you know, whenever the people from Africa came to China millions of years ago, he, like, everyone in his family had been married through arranged marriages. Hmm. And what did your now wow. ex-girlfriend, isn't that crazy? So what did, what did your now ex-girlfriend say to, to her dad? Did she say nothing or did she try to fight for the relationship too? I just want to know, like, it's a soap opera for me. She, yeah, she it couldn't... sounds like a TV show. Yeah, you'd you'd be surprised. You'd be really surprised with dating relations, uh, interracial dating relations like that, or intercultural. They're really hard. Um, But, like, she couldn't talk to her father directly. 
she like she talked to her mother and other family members, but she she just wouldn't talk to him directly because she knew the answer. Well, this is something that I realized. I hope you know that. Yeah. Like, walking walking away from this and and kind of uh, extricating yourself from the situation, which is all you can really do, uh, is in the long run. I, I think maybe life will be easier for you because this girl, maybe, I mean, who knows what's going to happen in your life down the road, but whatever, you'll get through it. But this girl is going to have to deal with this father for the rest of her, for the rest of her life until one day she decides to you know, stick up for herself completely and say, okay, I get that this is not okay with you, but mm-hmm. it's okay for me and this is what I want. So just, you know, imagine the fucking shit she's dealing with internally that she doesn't want to face. And, and you know, she's, of course, she's, she's mad at you, but really I think she's just mad at her dad because what else is there that she can do? Like you're just being respectful. She, yeah. she can get her education. So keep that in mind too. And otherwise, just do everything uh, that uh, Lulu said, okay? And you're going to be fine. Yeah. And I guess a part of yeah. the problem right now is, like I'm a senior and she's going to be graduating from uh, from with her master's degree, and I feel like the fact that we're coming to like nearing the ends of our like educational careers or whatnot that like it could happen again, and that's the kind of thing that keeps me hanging on. But on the flip side well, of that I, is, oh sorry, no, I was no, just going to no. say that that yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that's what, that's, what, that's what Lulu. That, I know it's difficult because we're not all in the same room, but that's what Lulu meant. Where it's like you just have to let it go, surrender just wipe your hands of it so you can just whatever's going to happen down the road in the future that's out of your control whatever will happen will happen like everything is exactly as it needs to be but just you, you can't try to control it and think, think oh god maybe maybe just it's done for now you're on the phone with us yeah and, and, and I, I guess even the, the yeah. harder part of that is like after we had broken up like I started trying to date again and dating like starting date again it was awful because it it I think over the past year, I've been rejected in just about every way except for finding out the girl was married or that she was ma- a man. Like, those are the only things that didn't happen. Oh, my I've God. Been... Hey, listen, Aaron, we're going to take a, I, I'm going to put you on hold right now, but we're going to get to a, a dating chapter of our conversation because I definitely want to get to, like, that and, and uh, online dating and stuff like that. So I'm putting you on hold. Hopefully you'll stay with us so we can revisit you in a moment but um yeah because i want to talk about like dating applications and being single and tinder and raya and weird dating apps and stuff like that and and, and lulu you don't have to answer anything i ask you if, you, if i if, just so you know like you don't don't feel attacked or whatever if i ask you a question you don't want to answer, <laughs> say, like tell me tell me to fuck off you know okay okay um but we're, gonna get to, <laughs> we're gonna get to another phone call this is area code eight six zero six zero you're on Hello? crazy radio Hello. Hello. I don't know what's happening there. Eight six zero. We'll try to figure you out in a moment if you're really there. Area code four four zero. You're on Boy Crazy Radio with Lulu and Alexi. <laughs> Hello. I mean, are we experiencing technical difficulty because of the uh, the heat waves in Los <laughs> Angeles? And it's my panel. It's my it's my uh, my control board. But four four zero. If you're on there, say hello. Huh. Well, they, technical oh, difficulties. Maybe technical difficulty. I think maybe people are pussing out and freaking out and are afraid to speak. But I'm <laughs> going to take. We'll try a few more. Okay, area code eight six zero. If you're on Boy Crazy Radio with us, say hello. I will say the whole number out loud. Eight six zero seven five nine. 
Are you there? I mean, I don't want to say the whole number out loud. It's scary and rude. All right. All right. Let's see what's going on. And then we'll get to an email. Area code 260. Uh, oh, you're back to me again. It's Eric. Oh God, Eric! Eric. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have stayed with what you're telling me. Hello. Hello. Oh my God, it's a wind tunnel. I'm sorry. I'm walking my dog right now. Just like cars passing by and stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> should I call back? Should I call back later? All right, I got you. Actually, it's okay. No, no. Oh, no, is it? It's a bit. No, it's a bit wild. It's too wild. It's too. They're wiling out over this crazy. Okay, so wait, Lulu, I have a question. Um, yes. Well, well, are you? Do you consider? Are you psychic? Do you consider yourself psychic? Uh, yes, but I think it's kind of a a word that gets thrown around a bit because I think everybody's psychic. I just think it's a case of us kind of tuning into it. Like some people are just really good at already knowing that part of themselves, and then other people have to learn it. Does that make sense? Yeah, so but, if I feel yeah. like, do you feel like I'm a little bit psychic, or tell me how I could tune into it better? Or tell us, like, how we could all tune into our, our natural psychic nature better, because I want to get better at that. Okay, so if the thing about, I, I like to talk about, I always kind of use the word humans, so I'm like, okay, humans don't like things to be simple. Like, we naturally gravitate towards things that are, like, dramatic and complicated. So even just when we're listening to our own internal dialogue, we'll, we're much more likely on the average day to kind of listen to like the kind of bells and whistles that our fear mind will kind of throw out rather than our intuitive mind that will just be like, yes, or it's okay, right? So part of like tuning into your own psychic sense more is actually just leaning towards that kind of simpler way of just like listening to yourself. And your feelings are kind of a direct link to your intuition. So I would think if you just start feeling everything, so like instead of thinking decisions, you feel the decision. And then you just start to be more in tune with what actually is kind of, you know, it's like a resonance, you know. So it's like, oh, that feels good. And you naturally are like, okay, you're heightening your awareness of yourself. And the more you're in tune with yourself, the more it's easier to tune into other people. That's just like the natural reflection. So I feel like I'm pretty psychic. I feel like I'm so intuitive and I always, like, go by my feelings. Yeah, well, I think you are very intuitive. You have to be, otherwise you wouldn't be wanting to have an advice hotline. Okay, good. You hear that, Alexi is the latest psychic on the block. (laughs) Well, well, how does this translate to, like, to dating? Maybe we can, like, translate this. This is, like, a love, dating advice, whatever this is, podcast, uh, internet radio show. So, like, I, I I don't know if you want to talk about this, but are you single? I am. I am too. I am single. Lula <laughs> and I are both single. Relax. Don't worry about it. We'll be fine. But anyway, but until we'll be fine. We're gonna be fine. Uh, but, so we're I, okay. Two single women in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be fine. But, but like I'm I'm dating. I throw myself out into the world a lot, and it's like I have no type, and I've been in monogamous relationships, and I've been in a relationship like a relationship for five years one for two years another one for a year like a uh, little yeah like whatever I've done I've you know had lots of different experiences I have no type now what would you say that the feel the best feeling 
one should have is when they meet someone new. The best, okay. Well, in terms of like whether or not you should be panicking about your type or not, or just no, like not my type. I mean, the, I mean, the, like, so, the goal so feeling. It's just the goal feeling. Like, so when I meet somebody, I have so many thoughts that I feel like sometimes they, I can think myself into oblivion, where it's like I'll meet somebody and I'll go, well, they're wearing these kind of jeans, and their face just does not look like the kind of face I imagine myself to be with. Like, I don't know, <laughs> they, they seem all right. And then another person, I'll be like. Yes, he looks exactly what uh, my inner vision board imagined. Like, he looks like who I should be walking down the street with. And, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I have yeah. like, all this fucking weird, convoluted yeah. bullshit in my brain. So what should people pay attention to, like, you know, okay, you know, intuitively? I, I, you know, like I already said before about this idea of surrender, I think it's this idea of recognize and I've had this happen recently where I've had that same thing where I've been sitting with someone and I've been kind of in theory enjoying the conversation but then in my head I can hear like these stupid things like oh I'm not sure I like his shoes you know this this stuff that comes up and like like you say it's this kind of rambling dialogue that's like in your mind but then I was like okay Lou I was like let's get real this is a nice conversation you've just got to surrender to like being out of your comfort zone, you know? So, uh, so actually kind of just, you know, allowing yourself to be in the moment because, you know, if you realize in a moment that you're having a bad time, you know, like you're not actually enjoying the conversation or you're not having fun, then that's kind of a different matter. Whereas if it's just that kind of voice in your head, that's like, I wish you had a different haircut, right? That's, you know, that's kind of uh, an example of, you know, our kind of fear stepping in because that's us kind of telling ourselves that someone has to be a certain way, you know, and I, and I, and I always think like we, we make up these ideas of maybe having a type uh, or not having a type, but even if like maybe your type is like hidden in your mind and you don't know and then it's coming forth when you meet someone. Um, All I know is and, what if somebody's really great but they have a terrible haircut? That means you're dealing with somebody who thought it was okay to have a terrible haircut or a horrible pair of shoes. <laughs> Or a fedora. Like, how can you how can you be with somebody who makes such a fedora? Anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm being a monster. I mean, I I, I, okay. I don't know how we get around a fedora. Like, you know. That, oh. that. <laughs> even, even Lulu, the most grounded, wonderful being in the world, can't get around a fedora. See? I don't. Anyway. Um. Oh wait, we're gonna we're gonna get, we're gonna get to a phone call. But oh, what was I thinking about the other day? Just about a oh god something ridiculous about dating but i'll talk about that in a moment um area code 706 706 are you there i don't understand what's Hello. happening people are, is there like let me see what's happening here huh hold on one second oh man all right technical difficulties mm, well hold on one second let me see what's going on it could be the, the heating Inferno, Los Angeles. Uh, area code eight six zero. This is beyond bizarre because we got a phone call already. So are people just not tuning in or not speaking? Area code eight six zero. If you're there, say hello. Now I'm getting aggro in the advice hotline. Where be calm. <laughs> I um, mean, Eric's probably still there. Let's see if Eric's still there. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Yes, I'm I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the oh Lulu Alexi and Eric show, guys. Welcome. It is, it is 
Uh, completely. Oh, here's what I was talking about the other day with a girlfriend. She she's she has a boyfriend, and she was looking at him. She we were having coffee, and she was relaying this to me. But she was looking at her boyfriend and thinking to herself, "Wow, this guy is nothing like who I expected to marry or potentially have kids with or just be with for as long as I've been with." And then she realized, she goes, Alexi, then I realized, like, I have this whole idea of who who, who I'm supposed to end up with, how my life's going to be, and what's going to happen. And then she woke up and kind of went, oh, shit, like, this is it. Like, I am living my life. But at the same time, and I do this, too. I don't know if I make this make sense. But there's a habit of, like, living your life. And you're kind of thinking, oh, well, it hasn't really started yet. Or, but this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Or, like, this is what we're going for. Yeah, and that's... And you kind of, it's a really weird thing. And you kind of believe it. It's so subconscious. You believe, like, oh, I'll find, I'll find my Clive Owen. I'll find my this or that. Or, or that's what my husband's going to look like. And then you realize, like, oh, no. This is the life I'm living. It's happening right now. And this is who I've met. And this is who's presented themselves in my life. And, and it's just such a weird dichotomy. And because I, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just reflecting on that. What do you think? You have that happen to you ever? Yeah. Mm, I think that like that. That's kind of why I think we just gotta be trying to constantly be get out of our comfort zone, or at least be aware of our comfort zone and think about getting out of our comfort zone. But um, yeah, I don't think I've ever had that feeling. But I feel like my life throws me so many surprises that the second I might start thinking that something happens and shifts me out of it but I feel like that's a mind frame I like to try and be in that I'm you know like okay I'm open to something different like I don't want to know everything that's going to happen you know that's something I see you know all the time when I work with clients well it's weird because I don't think I know what's going to happen but what I didn't realize is that I'm subconsciously operating with this idea and it's like it's like this Goals. thing is dormant. It's this dormant in my this, this this idea of how my life is going to turn out or or what my life really mm. is. It's, I have this bizarre picture of it that's that's subconsciously buried in my psyche. That's there, and I don't realize it, but it's like I'm living according to this weird idea of like how things should be and so that's why it was interesting having my friend yeah tell me that she she lived her life the same way until she kind of woke up and that and her telling me about kind of snapping into the present and realizing like oh shit like I've been up you know but it, it didn't stop her from yeah. moving forward in her, in her life but but it's just interesting to like kind of shine a light on on the fact that like we have these like, belief systems that are kind of uh running us even though we don't think they are but they're like because we're like asleep at the wheel, we're living our lives, and does that make sense? I know I'm just rambling. I just hope this makes sense. Yeah, no, no, I think it does. I think it's as well as like it probably comes from like at some point in your life where you kind of, you know, even if you're a kid or you know somewhere where you set a kind of life goals in a sense, or like you have this vision of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that thing, and then even if you forgot about it and carried on your life, and maybe it's there just kind of under the surface. And, but then I suppose the way to get yourself out of it, which isn't, it's not bad to have that. Oh, hello. It's not bad to have that. Well, you know, okay. Well, yes, Eric with 706. What's your name? How old are you? Are you calling from your own boy, Crazy Radio? 
Hey, uh, my name's Harry. I'm 20, and I'm calling from Rome, Georgia. Hey, Harry. What's going on? Hey. Um, it's really crazy that you can just like call and your your podcast is really cool. Um, I I found out it out about it through the episode you did with Father John Misty. Oh, cool! Oh my goodness, that was that was almost two years ago now. Was it a year ago? Whatever. Well, that's cool. It's great you're here. What's going on? Tell us everything. All right. Well, um, <laughs> I'm just I'm in my second year of school and working working at a pizza deli. What's your lowest point that brought you to a podcast called Boy Crazy Radio? Tucked away in, in the interweb. What what what's wrong? What's going on? Well, there, there's really nothing too wrong. Like I guess um, the advice would would be more. Um, it wouldn't be relationship wise, like nothing on, on that route, but rather life life advice. Is there anything in particular that's kind of on your mind or you feel like you need some inspiration in an, a certain area or something? Yeah, inspiration. That's a great a great word. Like inspiration for for learning to find find your goals. Like what I I'm sorry, I'm pretty scared. Like I didn't think I was gonna be like a <laughs> That's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. What? So thinking about like you like kind of how to connect with kind of your own goals or like stuff you want for your life, that kind of thing. Yeah, like realizing goals and and what to do with them. Okay, I have some advice, and then Alexi, you have some too, I'm sure. Um, Something that I think is, especially when you're 20, like this is a really good way to start thinking before because people tend to, especially when we're in school, we start putting lots of restrictions on ourselves. Like we start kind of, you know, we get a bit, it's easy to get caught up in like passing and failing things or like we want to be really successful or we've got to be brilliant at this kind of thing. So if you think about making your goals, actually just finding out what you really love doing you know, like I really believe that our life purpose is to actually just, you know, instead of thinking, okay, we've got to be really successful at this thing, we're actually just focusing on the things that kind of light us up. You know, if you think of like lighting a match, like what actually makes you feel alive. And, you know, sometimes it can feel a bit like this is a frivolous thing because we're like, oh, but shouldn't we be like struggling to find this? And it's actually allowing yourself to keep pursuing now, especially when you're young, just like, okay, what do I find interesting? Like even in your work, you know, your job right now, you can be like, what dynamics do I like? What kind of people do I like working with? Like, do I enjoy chatting to strangers? You know, what, what, you know, what's my boss like? You're learning all these things and they're kind of making this bank of like how you, how, how kind of what environment suits you. Cause that's a big thing I think for life. Like, are you someone that likes to be around loads of people? Like, do you, like, I thrive with one-on-one. -on -one, so that's why, like, my job, I like to just, you know, work one-on-one -on -one with people. And so it's kind of thinking, yeah. like, goals of, does that make sense? <laughs> oh, no, what you're saying right now is very, very wise, for sure. That's... Harry? I agree. It's, um, 
Okay. Yeah. I like to see what you think. Harry, are you, you're 20 years old. I mean, what, I mean, what do you love doing? What makes you super happy? Um, really? I love, um, probably turning like people on to new ideas. Like what ideas? Like what? That's like, cool. you know, just to, just to think What's a little, that? a little deeper, you know, like, like instead of scratching the surface in conversations, you, you rather like think of how humans got to be at this point. Like why, why is society shaped the way it's shaped and where where did Buddhism come from? Where did Christianity come from? What how is human thinking and this? Okay, so these are things that interest you, but then like what do you do like actively like uh that makes you happy? And you're thinking deeply about stuff, you want to deal with stuff that you know, doesn't just scratch the surface and you're a thinker and you, and all this stuff, but like do you write? <laughs> do you do you make music? Like what are the like what are the like what are things you just do in your own time? I'd say, yeah, both of those, writing and making music, that was right right on there. So here's what okay. I think. I think that for me, this is what I would do, like if I were you, if I were like early 20s in school, and what do you study in school, by the way? I'm actually, I study biology. And, and why do you study biology? What was the end, end goal of studying that? Um... Well, I really like the environment so pure and so beautiful, you know, and to be able to help that beyond, like, having, okay, like, so a normal office job or whatever. So is that something you'd want to go into, like, work-wise? I'm just trying to think of, like, how you can end up, because we all have to, like, make a paycheck in order to pay our bills and live whatever kind of, you know, lifestyle we want to live so we can get to go to Trader Joe's and you don't starve to death or whatever it is. So hopefully, like ideally you would make your living doing something that like makes you happy. That isn't a drag, you know, you, that you're excited to kind of wake up to go do every day. So is that something like, you know, is it like marine biology or whatever it is you do? I don't know uh, what you're studying right now. Is there some kind of job after that? Uh, like that, that would interest you? Um, like the field I'm in, like you have the jobs you can really get into are research and to study. Like I've talked to a few people that have gone like down the same route and they're working in research jobs. And you don't like that. That does not sound interesting to you. Here's what I think you should do. I'm assuming that does not sound interesting to you, but you know that that's one of the options. Here's what I would do if I were you. I would just be quiet with myself, write a list of like all the, all the places you want to travel in your life, Write a list of, like, all the movies you want to see, all the books you want to read. Just start reading books, seeing movies, listening to all podcasts. Anything that kind of like spark inspiration and, and, like, you can be alone listening to these conversations happening all over, you know, the Internet. Like, podcasts just, like, completely inspire me. Yeah. This is what's about, about filmmaking and whatever and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, uh, and I would write a list of, of uh, you know, just even the most far-fetched, crazy goals that even if you think, like, I could never do this. I could never, like, go skydiving and, and like, wrestle a lion or, and you know, and get paid for it. And whatever the fuck. Just random shit. Just, like, think <laughs> outside of the box. Any kind of wacky thing that, like, makes you go, fuck, that would be cool if I could do that. But I can't do that. But sure. Who cares what you think? Just yeah. write down these, these crazy big goals. 
by yourself in the privacy of wherever it is you live, wherever it is you reside, and put your head on your pillow at night, take a moment with like a 99-cent like notepad and, and a pen and just write down like just fun, crazy experiences you want to have, places, places you want to travel, books you want to read, podcasts oh you want to read. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? It's like everything, like girls you want to date, guys you want to fuck. Like, I don't know what you're into. Whatever the thing is, like what kind of like you think about romantic things, like and, and just daydream on paper and make a million different lists. And, uh, and, and within that, like go, God, maybe, maybe something will pop out of that where you get really inspired and you go, well, God, maybe if I did these things, that could be a happy life for myself. I don't know. It's just like, for me, list making just like is a, something that's always like kind of helped me. It's gotten me out of my head and even just like writing on paper just funnels out all my anxieties and, and like self-loathing and frustration and hopelessness. The minute I started writing, I would get rid of all those like negative feelings. It would actually, they'd, they'd funnel themselves out of my hand. It was just like, I couldn't believe it. And then I forget I was bummed out or concerned about stuff because I get so excited about all the shit that was coming out of my brain that I didn't even know was was in there. So anyway, <laughs> I'm just rambling, but God, that's, a, that's definitely a, an early 20s thing and maybe a lifetime habit you can you can start now because it's super helpful. Um, I'm going to get to another phone call. Area code 323. Hi, Lexi. Hi, what's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? And say hi to Lulu. Oh, hi, hi. Lulu as well. Hi. Um, my name is my name is Fiona, and I called like a couple weeks ago. Okay. I don't know if you remember me, but I I talked to you about this guy that that dumped me. Oh my God! Refresh my memory, and you have to refresh. Uh, well, you know, you got to like get Lulu in on the mix. So what happened? And yeah, tell us. Okay. Well, I mean, my question actually isn't really about him. It's about a new guy. But basically, it was just like this guy who turned out to be a huge phony. Who, like who I was dating and then like it turned out he didn't really mean anything that he said to me like he was so romantic but everything was just kind of like it was just really fake and then he just like freaked out or something weird happened he didn't explain he didn't t- really tell me the truth but then he just kind of like sent me this really generic breakup text but, like, oh yeah I don't know I remember do you remember this. that yeah, well, yeah where, so I do remember this so so that's all done with and now you're living your life you're calling right. back in. What's going on with the new guy? Okay, so the new guy is, like, this guy's evil twin. Well, not evil twin, but he's just, like, completely opposite. Like, he could not be more different. And and it's really interesting because, like, I'm attracted to him, but he he isn't very romantic at all. Like, he, I'm, like, very sarcastic, but he comes back at me. So we kind of, like, we have this, like, banter going on. And I don't know how that makes me feel because, like, he doesn't really, like, he doesn't have, like, the smooth moves and, like, the smooth words like the last guy did. But I feel like okay. he's, more gen- he's more genuine. Hold okay. On. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to take this really quick, real fast, because I have an immediate response, and I'm going to throw it right over to Lulu. But he, I just want to say, this kind of ties into, like, what I was just saying to Lulu a, a, a little bit ago, where, um, and, and, what Lulu was saying, pay attention to like whether or not you like being with this guy. Like we have all, we have all these preconceived ideas in our head, like, Oh, you know, I like romantics and I like this and I want this and I'm blah, blah, blah. And you kind of think you want all these things and you're grappling with this conversation you're having in your head about 
how it should be and what it should be. But at the end of the day, if you can just quiet all that and you just tune into the this guy you're dating and, you know, and, and, and see if you see how you feel and see if you like how you feel when you're around him and if you have a good, and if you have a good time when you're with him, there's a chance maybe you don't, and maybe you don't like being with him and maybe you just want to be friends with him and, and there are things that bother you about him. Or maybe you'll go, Oh shit, he's different from all the things I thought I wanted, but I'm happy. So that's my advice. Mm-hmm. Lulu, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, just just from the thing you said immediately, like he's not romantic, like the last guy. But the main thing you said about the last guy was that he was a phony, and he was kind of, you know, maybe he was one of these guys that was just like all talk and no action. So mm-hmm. that it's reckon it, it's like okay. If you don't, you know, if you're thinking, oh, this, but this guy was like this. But the main thing was that that guy wasn't nice to you. So right. that's the bit where you've got to kind of really remember that and how that's kind of irrelevant now because it's like, okay, this guy. You, I think just allow this guy to be different and recognize mm-hmm. that different doesn't mean bad, right? It's like right. unknown territory, which probably is good right now. If, if the thing that you know wasn't very nice, it's like allow this to surprise you a bit get out of your comfort zone but make sure that you're just moving forward from like Alexi said what you know what feels good like yeah am I laughing am I having fun and kind of you know sometimes we can just tune into like whether we're holding kind of weight from something in the past so you can be like in your head like is this something I'm carrying from that last guy which obviously sounds like it was something that you know made you lose a bit of trust and faith so it's like oh am I linking that anxiety to that and putting it on top of the guy for sure. No, I, and, like, I definitely, like, I've even, I've brought that guy up when I'm with this, with the new guy, and I keep, and I, like, profusely apologize. Like, I say, I'm so sorry. I don't want to be that girl who, like, only talks about her ex, but, like, I have trust issues. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Stop. That's and, so much easier said than done. It's, like, imagine if you were with a guy and he kept talking about his ex, how you would feel. You'd be like, fuck this. He'd be like, what the fuck? What do you, what, are you right. saying that? There's, it's horrible. So, some, sometimes yeah. something I, I something I've done in the past, and I know the reason I do it. I would talk about ex boyfriends, and fuck, I, I, I've done, I, you know, I'm sure he did this like a few weeks ago on a date or something. But I will talk about ex boyfriends, and I think the real reason I do it is because I'm insecure and I want to prove that like I had a thing in the past. I'm important. People desire me, and it's so lame and fucked up. And and every a lot of people do it. Not everybody, but you know, it's something that we revert to unconsciously. And so if you can just be kind of aware of that and treat this new person, give it the best chance you can possibly give it and treat him the way you want to be treated, then at least you're giving it the best shot possible, you know? Right, right. I think it's just like I'm afraid of, like, if he does anything that's similar to what what the last guy did, like, I start to freak out and think, oh, my God, he's, he's a sociopath. Like, he's the same guy. Like, if I see any of the same patterns, but, but like, I don't know. So this, yeah, well, this the, the easiest way to regain trust back in, in other people or in the world is is trusting yourself again. So it's kind of like we were saying, just, you know, instead of thinking, okay, does what he say mean this or that? just keep going back to your feelings because that's like you have to trust yourself because then it's easier to tell whether something's right or not right for you. If, you, if you're actually going back and being like, how does that feel as opposed to what does he think or what does he mean when he says that? So just keep listening to yourself and then you'll rebuild that trust back up. Right. But what if you're like genuinely confused? 
like when well, you can't, like you try to listen to yourself, but you just feel so confused. Like you feel like you have to keep spending time with them to figure out if if it's gonna work. Lulu, what do you think? Well, I think obviously the nature of dating is that you do have to spend time with someone right. to get to know them, and you know, and 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 I guess you can maybe start just even thinking, okay, there's a slight difference between like a major red flag, you know, if someone's yeah. like actively doing something that, you know, is, is feels, you know, unsafe to you or all those things. And then there's a difference between that red flag and, and a difference between you kind of getting um, suspicious because of something that's been in the past. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's this thing like as well, trying to contain the future tripping, which is obviously what we all do when we start dating someone is jumping ahead and wondering what's going to happen. And it's just trying to really keep it in that kind of day-by-day thing and just feeling it out every day and being like, okay, all I need to know today is do I want to text this person? And then I'll work with tomorrow when I get to tomorrow. So try and kind of pull it back to as as close to you as possible. And then it becomes a little bit less overwhelming or a bit less confusing if you're working in a kind of smaller space than kind of looking ahead. Right. No, I think that's good I have a question. Yeah, this is good advice for me, too, because I've been, like, dating a lot, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. This is gold. Um, What – I just want to ask you, what exactly has this new guy done that bothers you or irritates you? Well, he has has a lot of, like – he has, like, a dark past, so he he has kind of, like, a heaviness to him. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. But it worries me because I'm afraid that he has had some trouble, like, opening up or being, like, emotionally unguarded because he, like, had such a tragic, like, his his mom, like, committed suicide when he was, like, 10 years old, which he told me on the okay. second date. Okay, I get that, and I understand that. But yeah. What is that, what is that information, like, what has he done to you, like, what is he? Are you worried about stuff that might pop up because of things that he told right. you and his dark energy, or has he actually done something where it's like, you know what I mean? Because you're thinking a lot around, yeah, uh, around like you're getting a little bit of information, you're getting, you know, a big chunk of information, but now you're like making all these decisions about him based right. on the information. I just want to know, like, okay, he told you his mother committed suicide, right? That's, right. That's heavy. And then what did, did did he do something? Did he hit you over the head with a baseball bat? Did he spit in your face or did he punch you in the face when you were having sex? Like did he try to do something weird sexually? Like it, I wanna know oh, real Well there was like stuff. okay, there was like one there was like one time when okay, so when we're hooking up or whatever, he is very serious. And I like to be, to make light of it sort of and like make it sort of silly. And so and you're what? When we're, like, hooking up or he's, like, making out with me or whatever, like, having sex, whatever. Um, And he, like, like, there was one moment where he just, like, grabbed my ass and I started laughing because I thought it was funny. And then he was, like, why are you laughing? Oh, I like, get so it. Like, he's just kind of, like, like, he's very, very sensitive. Oh. Well, these are, that's, okay, that's a real thing I can work with for a second. This is, like... That's the thing. That's like, so if he gets like mad easily or sensitive or defensive quickly, that's like a real response. You just keep paying attention to that. And then next time that happens, if it happens the second time or a third time, you can definitely go, 
hey, then then you can talk to him about it. If you you know what I mean, like you can just go, hey, what's that about? You know, you don't you're safe with me. I'm not trying to make fun of you, and I like you, and and uh, you know, then you can address it, and then you can walk through that together. But uh, that's just interesting. I just wanted to know if you could, you know, tell me about actual things that happen. Hello. What? <laughs> I said hello, Lulu. Are you still there? Yeah. Yeah, no, I was thinking as well, like, you know, with these anxieties, make sure you're as well, like, like, Alexi's like, oh, have you done anything? So what if I ask you, like, what do you like about him? Like, what's keeping you there? Are you laughing? Mm -hmm. Are you having fun? Like, are you excited? You know, because these are all the things that take something forward, you know, that right. that's, that kind of is, is what, you know, we, you also want to have present. Yeah, what do you right. like about I like. Even though he, like, isn't super romantic, I kind of like how, how bold he is. Like, he's not afraid to say, he's not afraid to tell me if something something about me bothers him or if he finds, like, like I kind of, I feel like it's really refreshing in a way. And, yeah. he's, and he's smart and he makes me laugh. Okay. He makes you laugh. Okay, because I'm like, but the top of the list is like, he's he's not afraid to tell me what he doesn't like about me. I don't love that answer. I don't love that answer, but but like, <laughs> right. does he does he inspire you? Does he make you happy? He said he makes you laugh, so we got that. But like, because here's why I'm, here's why I'm like really hammering this in and taking a long time with you, um, because sometimes, I mean, this is from my own experience when I'm when I was younger. And I've got to make sure I remember this when I meet new people. I used to, I used to just go with the guy because he put his attention on me. I, I would, mm -hmm. I would surrender, I would surrender to a guy because I felt so lucky that he even put his attention on me and that he chose me. So I was like, oh, well, he likes me. I got to go with this. And now, right. you know, and now that I'm 22 and an older, wiser woman, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Now that I'm more of a grown-up, now that I consider myself a woman or something or whatever the fuck I am, I, I, I have to take that moment and I go, am I interested in this? Like, who is this person? What is this? Like, do I want to be with him? You know, like, and that's, that's a, an important coming-of-age thing that, you know, we can forget to do. That, you know, to just remember that. Like, you have to look at him and go, who the fuck is this person? I mean, maybe not so defensive and nasty the way I'm phrasing it, but like, what do you like about him? Who cares if he likes you? Of course he likes you. You're great. You're a fan of Boy Crazy Radio. You're on the phone with me and Lulu. You're your new best friend. Of course he likes you, right? <laughs> but what do you like about him? How does he uh, add to your life and your happiness and your essence? How do you guys uh, inspire each other and, and make each other both better? You know, I, I don't know. What do you think, Lulu? Yeah, well, that's it. I, you know, I'm like, I want you to be having fun, especially if you've, you know, if you've come out of something that kind of made you feel like you lost a bit of your faith and trust. It's like, mm -hmm. you either want to be having a lot of fun with someone and feeling inspired and excited and totally the opposite of not having trust in someone, or you want to be on your own having fun and, you right. know, getting to know yourself more and hanging out with your friends and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's like, it's, you know, it's just you know, sometimes, sometimes it's hard to, you know, regain our kind of faith in people whilst we're still with someone, you know, so that's, so mm -hmm. even, you know, if you are like, I'm excited about dating him, there's still 
a good time for you to spend a lot of time kind of with yourself and writing and thinking about stuff and, and asking for help and all those things so that you can kind of keep building up that kind of self-awareness that helps you, you know, feel more able to make these kind of empowered decisions about who you want to spend your time with. Um, and with that, we're going to get to another phone call. Um, Aries, phone lines are heating up. Uh, Aries code 727. Hi, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. Hello. How are you? This is Steve calling from Orlando, Florida. Hi, Steve. A couple of quick questions. Um, I'm in an interracial relationship, and I'm African-American. My father's from the Congo, so I'm dark-complected. And when I'm fucking my girlfriend in the ass, I can't see the... Oh, pre- my God. We got a prank call. We got a prank oh. call. <laughs> and, like, well, that's such a boring, like... Obviously. Oh no! Oh God! We're women, Steve. The ugh, gross. Um. <laughs> anyway, how are you feeling? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm feeling great. I'm so sorry I had to deal with that. Are you Are you wasting away because it's an inferno in your place? Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm kind of stretched out, sprawled. In in a very attractive way, obviously, a little bit, a little bit hot. <laughs> okay, well, we will wrap up the show momentarily. It's already coming. No, I'm happy. I'm okay. I'm happy. I'm I'm good. Okay, well, here's what I wanted to get to. I didn't get to any of the emails. Uh, you can you guys can still tweet in at Alexi Wasser. And how can they find you on Twitter? What's your What's your, you already said that? But it's that. Oh, you. it's Lunaverse. So it's like universe but with an L and an O at the front. Lunaverse. Got it. There we go. Lunaverse. At Lunaverse or at Lexi Wasser. You can tweet us your questions, your problems, your concerns, your whatever, your comments. I don't know. I don't know what to talk. Anyway, that's, that, <laughs> that's there for you. Um, so, okay. So I'm new to dating on an application, right? I've never done this before. And so I signed up to this weird app called I didn't sign up for it. I got, I mean, it's whatever. My friends invented it and it's, uh, it's still new and it's called Raya. And I got Lulu on the app and you're on the app, right? Yep. We're both on this exclusive <laughs> dating site. It's like a very, it's like an elitist Tinder. It's super exclusive. It's for cool. <laughs> Stupid. It's for uh, typical women like us. <laughs> it's just like a um, people in the, in the entertainment business or do things that are creative or whatever. And so I decided that I already I already date a lot, and Lulu knows this. Like you know, I'm, I put myself out into the world, but I've never done it on you know using an application. But so I've been going out on these dates with guys on Raya, and it's kind of like I'm kind of into it. So. But I'm noticing some shit that I don't like about online dating, or not online, but whatever, application dating, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, I yeah. don't like it. I don't know what you think. I'm, I'm going to ask, I'm going to throw it over to you in two seconds. But I here's the thing that, that I want to say to guys if you're on Tinder or if you're on Raya or whatever your application is you're on, when you go out on a date with a guy and you think the date goes great and you're going to go on a second date maybe, and then you notice that he's like updated his profile pics. And uh, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of rude because you're like, oh, wait, 
we went on a date and it could be promising and now you're trying to make yourself more enticing to the other girls that <laughs> you, want, you want to meet. You know what? It's just like too weird. There's like no mystery yeah. and it's like you have an awareness of of like you're both on this meat market thing. At least if I'm dating somebody and we're having a nice kind of thing and we're getting to know each other in real life and then I go to Whole Foods and I make eyes with with you know somebody I walk past at Whole Foods yeah, the other dude, they don't know. The other dude, he doesn't know. But meanwhile, and then I'm like, yeah. all, all my girlfriends are asking me, like, oh, let me let me see your matches, Alexi. I want to see your matches because they want to know if I'm matching with the same guys that they're matching with on Raya. And I think, and now I'm getting in Which they probably are because there's like 20 people on there. <laughs> because it's in beta. It's like pretty much still this application is yeah. pretty much like a beta form. It's like they're pretty much like, it's like 50 people on the entire thing. And I actually yeah. getting in I'm getting an argument with my girlfriends because I'm telling them, I'm going, you know, I talked to my therapist and I think it's not a very smart thing uh, to show each other who we match with because we might get like jealous and weird and competitive and it's not cool and I think anyway. And then they're getting pissed off at me. So what are your thoughts on all this, on, on dating on an app and all this shit? Well, I think, I mean, it's, it's, like I un- like my thoughts on dating online are that it's the modern way and you know this is just how things are now but it is also ridiculous so it mm-hmm. has its like own set it just really has its own set of rules you know the thing that I find funny which I know you are specific about wanting to date taller guys but I feel <laughs> like there's a lot of this kind of like I'm like, oh, it's just this, like, sad place where every guy is like, by the way, I'm six foot two. Yeah. <laughs> because, because, like, obviously every girl is like, how tall are you? And I find that all these profiles are like, bloody blah, blah. Oh, and yes. And then they, like, passive aggressive tell their height because they're so yeah. angry about it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, these poor guys who are, like, forced into saying how tall they are. So that's the thing that makes me laugh. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I think that's funny that like, yeah, like I don't think there's, I don't think it's a bad thing to not want to show your matches to your friends because you might still want to keep it private, especially if your friends, you know, if you know they're going to be weird about something, then, you yeah, know. I have, yeah, I, I have a girlfriend who, like, if I show her my matches and then she matches with the guy, even if I'm not, even messaging with the guy or if I didn't like my 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 uh back and forth with him she'll go oh never mind you guys are messaging or oh like you said you didn't like him so I won't like him either it's like it turns into this weird thing and I'm like yeah are we even doing? it's exhausting but but it's so weird because I'm such a like I'm not a snob because I don't have I don't know but I don't have a type but I am a bit of a snob with the dating stuff and but I do throw myself out in the world, and I've done, I've dated a ton without app, without an app. But now that I've gotten over my fear of an app, even albeit it's this fancy, stupid, you know, elitist Tinder, uh, I'm, yeah, I, I'm loving it because I still feel like if I'm on it and you're on it, and I have some guy friends that are wonderful who are on it, um, yeah, we're all pretty like, cool. It can't be that bad. I, yeah, it can't be that bad if we're on there. And also, it's like I, you know. You message for a second, immediately you get a sense of like if the person is cool or witty or lame or boring or a misogynist or creepy, just like in the way they like interact kind of. Yeah. And then you hop off the app, which I think is kind of weird because it's kind of scary to be like, I don't know, I kind of like living on the app. I like 
having conversations. Yes, otherwise you're giving your phone numbers out. Yeah, Yeah. it's a bit weird, like, when you're straight, we're giving a number out. I know, it's a little bit scary. Wake up. I can tell you're falling asleep. you got to wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm just just thinking about it. It's it's like I keep reminding myself I've met some of my all-time favorite people on the internet. Like, maybe not people I've dated, but, like, you know, friends. Like, I've met some of my favorite girlfriends through, like, Instagram. And so I'm like, okay, you know, it works to meet people this way. And, you know, it, it's worth giving it a shot, at least. Even, I think, I think online dating is best viewed as an experiment. No, it is a Like a, so- a social experiment. It is know? definitely and then, a social experiment, yeah. And then you get the best out of it. Well, that's the thing. Well, that's how I kind of like, it took me, it's like, I must be like a grandma or something, but it's like, you know, how all, all of our, our moms and grandmas are on Facebook now, but it's like, <laughs> I feel like finally, like I use the word application and my friend Dallas is like, oh, Dallas is like, application? Who are you, grandma? <laughs> like, it's, just call it a fucking dating app. But then, but it's weird because yeah. it finally, you know, it finally took, it took me this long to realize like, oh, I've met all, a lot of my ex-boyfriends via Facebook direct messaging uh whatever so all this is is this thing where you get to judge people based on their looks have a flirtation yeah. and you and and then you're you're you know exactly why both of you are there to like meet make out flirt maybe be boyfriend and girlfriend if you actually really like each other whatever and it's kind of like how did it take me alexi boy crazy walker <laughs> this long to get on an app on an app i can't believe it because i, I don't know <laughs> But I also can't believe you are using the word application because I don't think anyone's ever used the word application <laughs> apart from you. Uh, it rolls up the I mean, it sounds great. My name's Alexi. I'm just enjoying this dating application. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm, I'm an old soul. Um, but have you gone on any, any dates from these things or or no? None of my business, but I'm asking not, not Not in L.A., I've I've been on one back in London, which wasn't that exciting. The thing that I find interesting, though, is, uh, you know, in that sense of it being a social experiment, that it's so good to just, you know, sometimes I think it's fun, like, if you're kind of swiping, to just swipe on people that you just don't think, you know, like that sense of, like, having a type. Because I just go back to, like, everyone that I've ever really liked, you know, anyone I've ever even kissed. I'm like, would I have swiped yes on their face if I had just had it presented in an application? Yeah. And I think I think probably like most of them no, right? So it is just this kind of it's so ridiculous, but at the same time it's great because it's forcing you to meet people that you might, you know, never meet anyway. And you know, that's that's kind of the goal, right? Just to meet a stranger and who knows what might happen. The goal is to meet a stranger who's six five funny with a great job who has a big private who is romantic treats you well makes you feel safe uh, (laughs) pays for the first few dates over the first eight years of the relationship or whatever and uh you know doesn't cheat is yeah you know uh, funny and he's just waiting for you right now he's he's just waiting for you on a on some dating application but yeah so Anyway, I guess, uh, I don't know what my point is with all that, but I was just excited, but I just noticed that uh, that it's funny because I've been doing this thing where it's like, you know, this thing where it's like, 
I either fall off the face of the earth or I ghost, I kind of ghost somebody where if I'm not into it, I just kind of like stop responding. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a ghoster, I've realized. Yeah, and I think it's okay to do that. And then that means you also have to be like emotionally ready to have that done to you. It's like, because I noticed yeah. that some, sometimes if you, if you, uh, if you ghost somebody, I'm going to keep using that phrase, ghost. If you, if you ghost somebody <laughs> and, and you don't respond to them, Sometimes that's a really interesting way of finding out about how psycho somebody can be because then all of a sudden you get all, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but where you'll get like 20 responses and they'll be like, who do you think you are? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> has that happened to you? I've had, I feel like I've had that um, before. Yeah, like once. Uh, what's it? When I, was, I think I was experimenting with OkCupid, which I'm now not experimenting with. And I've had someone that, like, yeah, <laughs> messaged me back being, like, kind of, yeah, wh- why are you not replying to me? Like, kind of slightly threatening. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of glad I didn't because you've literally written me back 10 minutes later asking me why I haven't replied. And yeah. Like, that it's, didn't, it's that like didn't get, get me excited about you. It's, yeah, it's scary. It's almost like girls can do that as an experiment and just be like, okay, well, I'm going to take my time getting back to somebody or something. Or, yeah, because I've had it where it's, like, I get, like, 15 responses and it goes from, like, hey, what's up? Hi, how are you? To, like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, you owe me a date. You you said you are going to go on a date. <laughs> and I'm, like, oh, my God, I just, I, just dodged, I just dodged this murderer. But anyway, um, <laughs> oh, man. I think we have another phone call. And we should probably wrap up in a moment because this, this night just uh, got out of our hands. Oh, wait. Let's get back to Eric because I want him to tell us because since we're talking about dating and online dating, Eric, so oh, yeah. what is the, what's the shit you've noticed now that you're single and you're out in the world again? That dating is not very fun, or at least as it was. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? I, I, tell us why. I like, I like, it's, it's it was a weird shift. Like I'm a senior in uh, college now, and going from school to where I didn't date really anyone to college where I date, I guess not a ton, but a lot more than I used to. It was a big difference, and I've I've tried dating like every different way. I've had friends set me up on dates. I've like met girls like at my like the bus stop at university and like chatted them up and got their number. I've tried Tinder, and there a lot like I've had. A, I'm more more bad than good is I guess the best way I can say it. Yeah. Well, Imagine what it's well, like for two women in their thirties in Los Angeles. I know. <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't talk about age on Blue Radio. We like we like to remain a mystery over here. We're uh, we're forever twenty one. <laughs> oh sorry, I'm like, yeah, I'm twenty twenty two. Yeah. We're we're aging so gracefully though, like really. We aren't gonna get parted at Forever Twenty One until like I don't know. Maybe when we're in our forties or something. But uh, anyway, yeah. I mean, oh, um, we look great. Okay. <laughs> so wait, so Eric, what's what's the worst horror story, or like, what's something you notice that that happened with Tinder? Because like, since I'm new to dating applications and you know whatever, like, what was the shittiest thing that you kind of noticed that like kept happening? Um. I guess uh, the most common thing for me would be just really flaky, girls being really flaky, like messaging you a little bit and then not messaging you at all for like days and then just unmatching you. Um, But I think the most awkward one I've had um, 
because I the I went on a date. I was I was 20 at the time, and the girl was 18. So I assumed, okay, she's a freshman. I'm you know I'm a junior. Not that kind of weird. And I end up going to meet her, and I find out she's a senior in high school. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't gonna fly. I have a sister your age, and this isn't. I I can't do this. I told her as soon as I started talking to her, and I'm like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. Oh, listen to you. You're such a mm-hmm. sweet guy in Indiana. Yes, I think you're going to be okay. <laughs> I, I yeah, would hope so. <laughs> um, I think oh, you're going to be okay. I think you're a good guy. Okay, it, like here's my, what I my... want to know. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I don't know what just happened. Yeah. Okay, hold on one second. Here's what I'm going to do. This is what I want to know because it's an inferno. It's 10, 16 p.m. I do want to wrap up the show, but I want to ask Lulu. How would you, yeah. like, are there any kind of pearls of wisdom that you have come to now that you're a full-grown woman? Not like things that you look back and you go, fuck, I wish I had known this when I was little or, or any kind of, do you know what I mean? Like About dating or about life in general? Just life in general, like things you notice. <laughs> like like when I was talking to that other girl where I was like, you know, what do you like about the guy? And, and talking about how I used to just go kind of go along with any guy who put his attention on me because I was so grateful and excited to be chosen and like that was kind of a coming of age thing I had to learn so I, I don't know I think it's interesting to ask other other girls that well I think there's basically nothing more valuable than getting to know yourself like you know spending time becoming as self-aware as possible and getting more and more connected to yourself because that's what makes you feel empowered and able to make decisions and able to kind of know what people to bring in your life and like know what kind of friends to hang out with it's like you know trying to not reach outside yourself the whole time you know so it's like we I think especially when we're younger you know spend a lot of time waiting to be validated you know we think that like self-worth is something that somebody has to give us and so I think you know a good thing that I've learned is that you're always worthy so you don't have to ever get it from anyone else. You just have to claim it for yourself. So that's a, that's a, that's one thing. That's beautiful. That's like what you told me when you did my tarot reading the other day. That was like, those are like all my cards were like, claim your sword or here's yeah. the wand again, grab it. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, you're so right. I'm not grabbing my sword. That's exactly true. It's so true. Yeah. It is true. It's like we sit around waiting for people to like tell us we're good enough. Or, you know, we're sitting thinking we, someone has to tell us we can have something. And it's like, what if this thing that you want was just like a book on your shelf and you can go and get it at any point? Do you feel like that's a specific, that's specific to women? I just want to throw that out there. Just, just to, I'm just asking a question. Like, because I feel like men, I don't know if it's because of sports or what it is, and I, and I feel like it's changing and, and who knows what the next generation of girls are going to be like and... But I feel like that's more of like a female thing to kind of be like, well, wait, it's going to come to me or I've got to wait till I'm handed what I'm going to be given. You know what I mean? That's supposed to like men yeah. kind of go, oh, I got to make something make something of myself because that's how I'm deemed worthy in society where it's like I've got to make money, not show emotion, and success gives a man his value. So he just like goes out and gets it. And I feel like women are not taught to do that yeah no I agree with that I think so I mean most you know I 
most of my clients are women, so I see this problem in women all the time. But um, I think that makes sense, what you said. Yeah, I actually had a realization right today. I was like, wait a minute. I also have another hidden belief system in my psyche, <laughs> and it's so ridiculous. It's, it's, it's not really exactly what we're talking about, but I just want to throw this out there because it's something I noticed, like, right before the show. I Yeah. I oftentimes won't, like, do very basic things or, like, fix things around my house or, like, just, like, do things I need to do because I think in the back of my mind, I think, like, my mom or dad is going to do it. Even though I come from a shitty household and I'm a poor <laughs> kid with, like, shitty parents from a broken home, so I wasn't, like, coddled and I wasn't, like, daddy or mommy's little girl or anything, but, like, sometimes I'll be, like, in my head, I think I think, oh, the grown-ups will do it. Or that's, like, a grown-up. A grown-up is going to fix that. <laughs> But then I'm like, wait, you're in your 30s yeah. and you live alone and you're an adult. And, I, and I'm like, what? <laughs> holy shit, this is crazy. Life is happening. Like, it's all ha- this is it. <laughs> this, I could, like, get hit is by this the same out. reason? Yeah, is What'd this the say? same reason why I have, I was like, is this the same reason why I have all these shelves lying around that aren't putting themselves up on the wall? Exactly, um, where I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh. Shit. Okay. It's just anyway. It's just interesting. If that means anything to anybody out there listening, and here's what I want to do. Just again, just to reiterate, if you want to read more and learn more about Lulu, and uh, get a reading, get a coaching session, read some of her amazing like uh, what, what do you call them? Do you call them? They're, they're not like like you sent me that link about Aquarius for this month. You, you do uh, oh Taroscope. Like a pull a card for each each astrology have, sign. The monthly forecast. You do a monthly taroscope forecast. So where do we find that? Because that's that's it's it's an amazing. You got to read yours. I'm reading mine. I I do a monthly one and I do a weekly video and they're on my friend's website, thenuminous.net. But if you go to my website, you'll also see a link there, taroscopes, which will direct your, you where you need to go. Your website, again, just tell it to everybody. It's louiseandrolia.com. So L-O-U-I-S-E-A-N-D-R-O-L-I-A. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) And uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I'm going to – is there anything else you wanted to say or shout out to the world? No. I'm I'm – very happy for you to have me on. Maybe I'll come on another time. Now I live here. Now you live here. This is amazing. I know maybe we can actually do it in the same room one day. Maybe we'll do a winter show where it's not so boiling. Or I'm like, cause I don't know about you, but I'm in a tank top and my underwear. Right before the show. I, I'm in my underwear you? right now also. Yeah. Oh, my God. Two girls podcasting <laughs> in their underwear, giving life advice. Who knew? What'd you say? Who knew these Women were in their underwear. Who knew dreams could come true? Two girls in their underwear. And also, <laughs> here's here's what I was doing, and this is why, I don't know, I feel like I'll never be an adult. But right before the show, I was making photo booth videos of me hula hooping in my underwear. And then I thought, Ooh. no, you got you got to stop, Alexi. You got to stop because there's a chance <laughs> I Instagram. You might Instagram this, and then it's like too much of a cry for help, and you can't do it. But uh, can you send one to me? I will totally send one to you. And then it morphed into this whole other thing where I was like, 
staring deeply into my photo booth, like just my eyeballs making myself fry. Like I was turning into like a wacky, cool, futuristic art school music video. And maybe I should post it. I've got to cut it up. I'll, def- I'll definitely send it to you first. But uh, I mean, oh, you've already posted your crying video today, and that was pretty good. I did, so. but that was that was from years ago, and I had to I had to have some distance from that in order to feel brave enough to post it. But um, everybody, Lulu Androlia has popped. For Boy Crazy Radio Terry tonight, you heard it here first, um, and you're definitely coming back. I'm going to force you. I'm going to put a gun to your head and make you come in here um, again. Calm, calm down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going to uh, I'm going to wrap up the show, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy okay, Radio. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Hosted by I am uh, or sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. You can tune in. Every Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific, uh, you go to boycrazyradio.com or you can you can subscribe to the show on iTunes. Uh, and you know what? You can friend me on Twitter and Instagram at Alexi Wasser. You can always send me your questions, your concerns, your problems, with all the pertinent information to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. And... Uh, Boy Crazy Radio is a listener-supported podcast. If you want to make a donation, go to imboycrazy.com and click the donate button on the right-hand side. And uh, aside from that, I don't care what everyone else says about you, all right? I love you.
Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.